everyone. Welcome to the Self-Awareness Journey Podcast. I'm Melissa Albers. And I'm JJ Parker. This podcast is for seekers, seekers of happiness and joy, seekers of a centered approach to success in life, seekers of their true, authentic selves. Get ready for some real talk on everything from anxiety, emotions, and habits to love, compassion, and forgiveness. We know you'll be challenged and enlightened by this conversation. We're so glad you're here. Let's dive in. All right, Melissa. So like I'm in this new group um, mm. that we've been meeting once a month. And, oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and we're talking about like business transitions and, and things like that. Not that I have any immediate plans for that sort of thing, but um, it's good to learn about, you know, like what totally. would I do after I sold like the company, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and how did you make those trans transitions smoothly? And one of the exercises our coach is having us do is he goes, um, make a list of a hundred things that that you want, like a hundred mm. things that I want, right? Wow. So yeah. he goes, he's like, yeah, the first 10 will be easy. Mm -hmm. 20 will be hard. A hundred be, you know, Impossible. we'll see if you get there, right? <laughs> yeah. And so I was thinking about that. I love like, that. What an, it was like an interesting request. So I haven't done it yet. Mm. Um. Because Why I've just not? been really thinking about this idea that it's kind of hard to figure out what you actually want. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I I will go so far as to say getting what you want is relatively easy. But figuring out what you mm -hmm. actually want is nearly impossible if you are not using some sort of approach. You don't just intuitively yeah. sit down and go, oh, I know exactly what I want. That doesn't happen very often. If well, ever. and there's, to me, there's like layers of this. It really, it yeah. actually, it actually really kind of like short circuited me because mm. like my initial thing was like, oh, what do I want? Well, I want a red <laughs> Ferrari and a mansion and a debt. And a yacht. <laughs> no, I, mean, I don't want any of that stuff, right? Like, it's oh, like, I bet you could be talked into a cute little jet. Well, yeah, like a small. Jet. <laughs> <laughs> Blue, and it says Zoom on the side. See. Um, <laughs> so, the, uh, um, but so that's materialistic kind of stuff, mm -hmm. right? So there's a couple like layers of like, what do you want? Yeah. Well, like there's materialistic things that everybody might want right mm -hmm. that stuff mm -hmm. only and that stuff goes so far like to an yeah. extent but like that kind of runs out um there's maybe like relationship things that you want um maybe like you know travel or life experience things that you want yeah maybe there's like emotional states that you want yeah yeah so figuring out what what you want is a pretty complicated question. Yeah, I always um, I've dabbled in this a little bit because of a couple reasons, which I'll share in a minute. I've dabbled with trying to figure out what I want. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of true though. I've dabbled with this with myself and with others. You know, being a coach and all, it is something that you kind of do need to have in your mind once in a while. <laughs> right. Um, 
But I, th I always look at it like from the same thing that I look at everything, which is all of the four bodies, the emotional, mental, spiritual, and physical. Mm -hmm. And if you look at it from those perspectives too, you can start to um, create, or I've been able to create some focuses. Um, but the other thing is, you know, what, what I find really interesting about this conversation is you're at a level of experience and age that this same topic um, and it still comes to play for all of us, mm -hmm. right? But I always mentor like newly um, graduated college kids and I run them through a couple of activities that I just made up in an order that really, really helps them because hmm. with college kids, everybody thinks, oh, you know, I got a degree in X, so now I'm just gonna quickly go out real quick and interview for X and I'm gonna get the job. Mm -hmm. And it's nothing like that, right? It's just like, so seldom does anybody ever get the job that they're yeah that they have a degree so in like this is a lot like a what do you want to do when you grow up yeah kind of conversation yeah, yeah, yeah. which yeah. can totally happen to people in their 40s 50s and 60s too 100 percent. well <laughs> it i think it does happen and it and it maybe actually do you know what i think that it does happen and i think it's a little more scary mm -hmm. for a lot of people as we have a little more experience in the industry in our lives yeah. in our whatever relationships I think when there is transition or this sudden stop where we don't know what to do next, that's even more scary than when we're young. Because when we're young, we have no experience. We don't have the long history of wins and fails. We mm -hmm. got nothing, right? So we're like, oh, well, okay, I have nothing to compare this to. I'm going to trust a mentor to tell me what to do because I don't yeah. know. Well, you know, I was thinking about this from the kid perspective too because you know, I've got an 11th grader mm -hmm. and pretty soon he's mm -hmm. going to have to start figuring out what he wants to do for college or what he wants yep. to do after high school. Yeah. And asking a seventeen year old Especially what they a seventeen year old boy. Is, Especially a seventeen year old yeah. boy. It's impossible. <laughs> yeah. Like it is. It's so hard for them to for him to see mm -hmm. like hardly anything past like yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. so how do you how do you walk strategies. people through this? Yeah. Yeah. I was just gonna say I have some strategies and it would be really interesting like Actually, the strategy that you just gave is such an interesting one. I love that one. It's like make a list of 100 things that you want. And um, the first thing that I would say is, can can we just like do this without guilt or judgment? Like if we want something of material value, who cares? Mm. <laughs> part of being a human is to experience great things. You know, part of living oh, is yeah, yeah. to... To I actually totally even hedged that myself, didn't I? Yes, you did. Yeah. I was and like, yeah, because like you don't want to, you know, it's yeah. uh, you don't want to come off as a materialistic right. person because right. that that's not a very high like, yeah, you know, it morality doesn't seem like aspired. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, I think I think that the material portion and having having wealth, having good, nice things, having stuff that you've worked for is very important. You know, it's very important. It's all about how you, you know, the way you process it and how you feel about those things is a completely separate thing. But I just say that when we're creating these lists, like this is a really good tactic. Make a list of a hundred things that you want. And um, and I actually did this. I didn't say a hundred. I just was like, okay, if I had as much money, how much money do I need? Mm -hmm. How much money do I need to retire? How much money do I need? Like period, like from here on in. and. Um, if I had as much money as I wanted, what would I do with it? Mm -hmm. 
Okay, like, so that was the exercise that I did, which hmm. is, you know, if you're in your 40s, 50s, maybe this is a good exercise, like either this one or the one that you suggest, like make a list of 100 things that you want. Mm -hmm. And no judgment, like as any brainstorm session can go, just let it roll. Yeah, you know? that's a just good suggestion. Like just that's a really good suggestion. Just write it down. It doesn't matter. I want a new set of mechanical pencils that are like the top notch <laughs> coolest ones because like, I love pencils. Because I mean, you don't have to show anybody the, the list you make either. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. And this is just an exercise to open up your mind to what's possible. Yeah. Like that's what this is all about. So so that's one tactic. Now, if you're younger and I know there are several people within our age demographic that listen to the self-awareness journey. And I know that many of them have kids mm -hmm. and they're all in different stages of high school, starting college, middle of college, getting out of college. OK, here is what I recommend to people when they have this aged person in their lives or you are a younger person trying to sort yourself out. Make a list of all of the activities that you love to do. Make a list, just any activity that you love, write it down, okay? And then when you picture yourself at work, so like this is if you're trying to figure out a job, mm -hmm. okay? Um, make a list of what does your work life in your mind what does it look like? Hmm. Who's with you? How are you dressed? Do you have an office? Do you have a desk? Is it a stand-up desk? Are there windows? What do you have on your desk? Are your activities sitting stationary at a computer? Are you wandering around a lot? Are you interacting with people? Are you not interacting with people? Like make a list of in your mind, you have an expectation already. So like just write all of that out, mm. like create that list and then Focus on the coworkers for a minute. What are your coworkers like? Mm -hmm. Do you do stuff with them out of the office or not? Like, how are they dressed? What are their personalities like? What kind of things do they value? And this exercise, again, just opens you up to this, this idea that what you actually want is available to you. Forget about what the job is titled, right? Mm -hmm. So. So, um, and then taking your own inventory about what things really light you up. So like you get a degree in communications, but you really don't like to talk to people. You like to organize things to look pretty. Okay. Like that's a, that's a task that you enjoy, you know, like being able to create these lists of the things that you really, really mm -hmm. love, because I'll tell you what most people do, what most people do is they say what they don't want. Hmm. I don't. I don't want to work in a corporate office. I don't want yeah, to have to be there. I don't want to work in a cube. I don't want to. I don't want to be yeah. in a cube. Mm -hmm. I don't want to have to wear, you know, nicer clothes every so day. So for you, like flipping the energy around yep. the other way, yeah, is yes. much more helpful. Focus on what you do want, not yep. what you don't want, yep. and focus around the bend a little bit. So rather than looking for jobs, mm -hmm. what most people should do at the very beginning, and I'm even saying should, which you know I usually avoid that. Yep. What my, mo most people should do is taking their own inventories about what they really, really do want. Mm. First, how they dress, who they're with, what kind of activities they're doing, what does their work day look like? Do they mm -hmm. work in the evenings? Do they just work Monday through Friday? Really getting to that, to that, because then what you can do is you can start organizing that information and you can start looking at the key words that you chose that you wrote down and then you can hop on linkedin mm. or indeed and you can search those keywords and it comes up with three or four or five different kinds of roles 
So like that's one, to me, that's a really, really, really good thing to do if you don't know what you want and you're trying to sort that out in a job perspective. Even if you left a job and you're going into a, you want something different, same activity. Yeah. The interesting thing, um, when I was kind of even doing this for myself or when I'm thinking like of my kids is sometimes it's hard for us to imagine what some of that stuff is when we when we haven't seen it or experienced it. Yep. Right. It's almost like we're like we're we're blinded to some of that. Like, yeah, for example, um, you know, like we're a remote first company. So this idea of just being able to like right, 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 do right. our job from anywhere and anytime mm-hmm. for a lot of people who are very used to like a go to the office Rigid. nine to five, yeah. right. can't really imagine what a work life could possibly be like yeah. where you don't have to show up to an office nine to five and you can just work from anywhere you want at any time you want. Right. Right. Like, yeah, it's so it true. takes a bit of an, an imagination. Yeah. Um, yeah. I agree. And a little bit and a, lot, and a lot of letting go of like the status quo or your previous experience. 100%. I was just going to say that. Like, I think the most important part to the success of this journey is to stop comparing your past mm. to what you're looking for in your future. Mm-hmm. I heard this quote last week from someone I was talking to and I was like, okay, stop talking. I have to write this down. And the quote was, your past doesn't need you. Mm. And I was like, oh, my that's an gosh. interesting idea, isn't it? Your past doesn't need you. Maybe we should do a podcast on yeah. that. I won't get too heavy in yeah. there. Um, but yeah, your past doesn't need you. And and to that end, your mind is always the one that's in charge of trying to keep everything stable. We've talked mm-hmm. about this for years in the self-awareness journey. The mind is not a creative instrument. The brain, the mm. brain is not the creative instrument in and of itself. The brain simply tries to keep everything the way it was. It compares itself to its, quote, norm. Mm-hmm. And in this situation, that's exactly what happens. It just keeps comparing to something before, and it cannot open its mind up alone yeah. to what's possible in the future. Hmm. So how do, we, how do we open up to those possibilities? Well, I just think, like, listening to these kinds of conversations, you know, and mm. recognizing you know what, these are old habitual ways of being like, or or even being afraid to see what else is out there. That's a habit. That's just yeah. a ha- habitual thought that says you might not be good enough, you better not do that. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just first of all, having the awareness that it is just simply habit that causes us to go to those places. And what if we start doing some of these fun things? Like, yeah. it is kind of fun to create this list. Like, it, it, it is, it's, yeah. not, it's not a bad thing. It's really fun. We're, we're advocating for ourselves in our own development. So let me share some things that I was writing on my list. Yeah. <laughs> so the, we talked about, like, the material stuff. Yeah. Right, which we could do. You talked about what your job might look like. Yep. I wrote, like, where I went right away before I wrote any of that other stuff was um, I wrote that, like, the number one thing that I want is freedom Mm -hmm. of time. Oh. Like, I want, I I don't want any sort of restriction (laughs) on Mm -hmm. my time, on what I want to do. Wow. Like, that's my number one do you know what mine was? Huh. I'll share mine too. Mine was freedom of emotional encumberments. Wow. Meaning, I love doing things 
for people. I love doing things that make me feel good. I hate obligation. Hmm. Hate it. The feeling of obligation. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just think, my gosh, what would this world be if you were just constantly emotionally free and did things because they because it, it felt good? Yeah, yeah. I so wrote some really other things like, um, I want like opportunities to explore new things. Mm-hmm. I want. Um, I did that to too. Express my art. Hmm. <laughs> I want yeah. the opportunity to stay physically fit. Mm-hmm. So those are not material things. Those are much more like, you know, expressive, emotional things. Mm-hmm. But yeah. those should be on the list too of things 100%. that you want. And the, um, I was really struggling with this idea that like, I, I was thinking like, well, my top 10 sh- things should be much more in this like values, what I value mm. bucket. <laughs> and I should not mm-hmm. put an airplane as number two, but maybe not? maybe I'm going to revise my list. Yeah. Okay. So is the airplane like the same color blue as your car? Like that really fun, royal. I don't know if it's royal blue, but it's such a pretty color. You know that that company Cirrus out of Duluth, they make a thing called a, a vision jet, and you can order it in any color you want. Oh. So, you know. I'm just saying. (laughs) Okay, so what I just heard was I really want these things, but I feel guilty. And so I'm going to put expectations on myself that I shouldn't. Because you said, you used the phrase, I shouldn't have a jet as my number two thing. You said, I shouldn't. That's what you said. I heard it. So hard on ourselves. Why are we like that? This is a brainstorming, creative, and fun exercise. And look at you didn't even get to number two without putting yourself in the guilt box. I know. I know. Oh. (laughs) And we work on this stuff all the time. (laughs) Oh. Uh, I think it's really, I think it's really a, a wise investment to s- spend a little time thinking about this. I really yeah, and do. so we've talked about this, but let's put uh, put a little bit of mm. a bow on this whole this yeah. whole idea. Yeah. In in the way that like, um, it's okay to make a list of things you want. It's mm-hmm. hard to make a list of things you want. It's going to take a lot of contemplation, mm-hmm. um, but. If you do that work, yeah, it can serve you really well because then you can say, then you can that's get the you thing want. I want, and then you can start working backwards on how you're going to get there. Yes, it's because, way easier to get it. Yeah, if you don't know where you're going, you're just going to wander around and not get anything you want and be yeah. frustrated about why you're not getting it. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Whenever, someone, whenever I talk to someone about not getting what they want, I will ask them, well, what do you want? And yeah. just like you said, they'll list a whole bunch of things they don't want, yeah. but they won't really be able to list what they do want. <laughs> and, so without and, that little roadmap, right, right. it makes it really difficult. And you can't really complain that you're not getting what you want when you don't define what you want. Right. And, and I think, too, we cannot forget the, um, that whatever we focus on is what we get. Mm-hmm. So if we focus on what we don't want, that's what we get over and over and over again, even if it's not the actual manifestation of something that we don't want, but certainly the feeling of constriction, the feeling of disappointment, the feeling of what if I'm not good enough, what if I don't know, what if, what if, what if, what if, as long as we continue down that path, we're just going to get more and more of that. Mm-hmm. 
And if we can simply say, this is an exercise only in what is available to me, not pushing against what we don't want, because that's resistance, which mm -hmm. is per which causes persistence, right? Um, and, I, and I just think if we can continue to focus on more and more of what we do want, and we don't feel guilty or shameful about it, because as human beings, we're on this planet to enjoy our lives. That's why we're here. And you're not going to be on your deathbed and say, wow, thank goodness I didn't get all of those horrible things. You're not going to do that, <laughs> you know? The other thing is, like, as as we get older, yeah, it's totally okay to decide that we want something else. Yeah. Right? Because right. I'll, right. Right. I'll see right. a lot of people that maybe are in their mid-30s that uh -huh. say, well, I went to college for this. I've got mm -hmm. two degrees. I've got two accounting degrees and this and yeah. that. And yeah. I should be an accountant because that's what, but, but they get to a point where like, they don't want to do that anymore. Yeah. I, or they chose when they were a 17 year old. They, kid. Yeah. It's yeah. okay. It's okay that what you chose back then is not what you choose now. Yeah. Right. You know, you know what I would say about that too is like, the, the just the practicality of that conversation because it's so good it's such a good thing to mention um i think that there were probably reasons that we chose things that we did before mm -hmm. that served us well mm -hmm. and that's okay there's nothing to feel bad or guilty or judgmental about it's like yeah you chose all those things there was something in that that was good for you that made you feel good that made you feel safe mm -hmm. that made you feel like you were going to contribute in some way and it didn't work out as planned, but that's not because you made a bad choice. It's because you've now outgrown what that need was. Mm. That's the yeah, that's a good way to phrase it. Yeah. So now you get to choose something else in your journey. And how exciting is that when yeah. you think about it like that? Yep. And it's scary. That is a scary moment where you say, hey, I just invested whatever, yes. 20 years of my life yep. towards a particular vocation. Yeah. And I don't want to do that anymore. I How did scary. that. I mean, that it takes a that. lot of courage to get to that moment and say, "Yeah, this doesn't this doesn't serve me. This doesn't fulfill me anymore. I'm going to go try right. something different." I started the Authentic Leader 20 years ago. Well, 21 mm. years ago, mm -hmm. I was 34 years old. I had a very lucrative sales career that mm -hmm. I walked away from to start my company, and it was very scary. But I was so. I mean, not to sound dramatic but to sound dramatic i felt dead inside mm. i hated what what i was doing i hated that i had no energy i was not inspired i i was very very successful financially but but it didn't matter i was so miserable and so i walked away and it took me six months of recalibrating just to try to get myself sorted out to mm -hmm. figure out oh my gosh what am i gonna do yeah i didn't even know but so I, I'm just I'm with you, and I think that's a really that's a really common thing that happens to people, and I just want to encourage people to be okay with that. It's like that's a really good thing. You're being honest with yourself and reaching for something mm -hmm. that you may not be able to see. That is so awesome that you have the courage to do that. Yep. All right. Well, start wow. working on your list. <laughs> <laughs> I actually did. It's on the back of an envelope in typical <laughs> Melissa fashion. Yeah. <laughs> Don't lose, don't lose, don't that, lose that Ooh, it's a big envelope. <laughs> it's my just life like all the... plan I got on the back of this. <laughs> I got a bar napkin around that started that list somewhere. I don't know where that is either. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Did you enjoy this episode? Please go to your favorite podcast platform to subscribe, rate, and leave a review so others can discover it as well. 
Growing self-awareness is a lifelong journey and there's always further to go. And it's better when we're all in it together. Please think of someone you know who could benefit from hearing today's conversation and share this episode with them. We can't thank you enough for listening. Until next time, happy exploring, seekers.